welcome to the Modern Maker Podcast for Thursday, December 17th, 2020, otherwise known as National Maple Syrup Day. National Rockler Desk Challenge Day. More importantly. Pew, pew. You know the best It's a big about. day. <laughs> it is Look, a big day, yeah. Everyone did great. Like, this challenge was different <laughs> than the other ones. The other ones, it I think, was. were more novelty and about a specific challenge. This was about, like, everyone doing something in parallel that's like really useful. So yeah, I especially right now, this was the hardest one to judge because there's just so many great desks. And I agree. We were kind of chatting a bit about this a little bit while we were setting up. It's they almost kind of fall into categories. Mike, sort of break it down with how you sort of see these all these awesome entries falling into categories. Oh, OK. Tell me if I'm wrong here, but I feel like the first category is what I'm calling the four eyes category. Mm. It is just great woodworking, solid design, and just just all in all good execution when it comes to just woodworking. And some and solid hardwood. Exactly. We got to have some walnut or some white oak or something like that. And I think the four eyes award is the proper name, right? Sure. The winner of the four eyes award goes to, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Second category, I think includes some kind of engineering. It's the transforming projects. Either it's a, right. It's a sit down standing desk or it's something that extends out or just generally transform comes out from the bed. And Chris, you named the third category perfectly. It's the wow category. I said, we're just like, Oh, sure, it's we'll the whoa it. category. The whoa, wow. The Joey Lawrence category. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, where you're just like, whoa, look at that. Whoa. It's all the things that I don't think really would get built unless we're doing these kind of challenges. Right. So they deserve their own special kind of category, right? Yes. Yeah, and they're the ones that are were in a way kind of more reminiscent of the past challenges. It seems like that's the stuff that like really stuck out in the past challenges. I this one did give itself more room for those more normal types of desks and the transformational, or I also wrote camouflage for that category. But that's how you know that we're doing the right thing is when we independently come to the exact same conclusion. So just a little peek behind the curtains. Basically what we decided to do this time was all just independently come up with our lists. And then we figured rather than like planning everything out behind the scenes and then coming on and doing a stilted description of what what the results were, We'll just come on here and talk about it. So I independently came up with almost those same categories. Mine were nice desks, transformational slash camouflaged, and whoa. So let's do it. Let's do it. So Who wants to kick us off? Well, I'm going to start with one of mine that I spoke about. So these are in no particular order, by the way, right now. On a previous podcast. And this is just what I would call... Which category? It's in the transformational category. But it's on the simple side of that. It's just really clever. Now, we talked about this on an earlier podcast. All it is, if I was to describe it, it's just a plywood tube that's cut at an angle and it folds out from the wall. And it transforms a very simple tube plywood shelf into a useful, functional little desk. And it was created by A.Mir Creator. M-I-R Creator. A.Mir Creator. But... Here's the better thing. Let's not get caught up in... I mean, is there anything worse on a podcast than somebody spelling out Instagram names? It's so, a must. Click on the Rockler Desk Challenge and look for something that's triangular, teal, and natural plywood. There you go. That's how we'll do this, right? You have to describe it in an abstract nature so that 
people, when they're searching through this hashtag, it's like a treasure hunt. And our clues should be as minimal but as descriptive as possible so that mm. you know exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. I'll, I'll describe it as a teal cubby, a teal floating wall-mounted cubby that, yes, transforms into a triangular floating desk. So this was a project I was immediately envious of because it's not a ton of material, so it's very material efficient. You can make this very affordably. It takes some skill, but not master level skill. Like you still have to line up those cuts and get it all to look right. And there's so many other options for taking this idea farther. Could you do a CNC version where that instead of an angle cut, it's like this curvy puzzle piece cut that kind of like fits in Mm, together. There's so many ways you could take this. You could do this with hardwood. You could do it with cheap plywood. It works on the low end. It could work on the high end. It's a fantastic project. Congratulations. I'm going to try to come up with like made up awards as we go through. So I'm going to give this one my does the most with the least award. Like I feel like for how small it is and how few parts there are, you get a lot of bang for your buck in like being More like, the well, the motion of the ocean pr- prize. Sure. The motion of the ocean prize. Why not? I love it. All right. Can I go next? Go for go, it. Go, Mike. This one comes from at Muldoon Co. M-U-L-D-O-O-A. Oh, dang, you're right, Ben. It is tough to spell things. M-U-L-D-O-O-N-C-O. This is in the transformation slash camouflage category. And if I had to call it something, it's the French cleat desk. So this project was built to go into a garage and store against the wall. And when you look at it, it looks exactly like a French cleat tool wall. But instead of being that, it transforms into a desk with a bunch of really cool storage and kind of integrated just functionality. So I would say shout out to this project. And it is a strong contender in my book, especially in that category. So if I was to describe this as you're watching the hashtag, look for a minimalist kind of garage environment, a little bit kind of uh, antiqued windows that just has a mysterious plywood panel on the wall. Mm-hmm. But it looks like it- there's a little articulation, like some shit's going to fold down. So... Concrete floors, white wall, plywood panel. Love this project. I, I Also, you know what I love? The photos he took of all the different staging. Like he showed his sort of kids sort of sitting around it doing art projects or having a snack. He showed using it as like kind of a workshop table. I, I do believe it looks like it's kind of in a garage. Yep. But it's so clever. It can be made for so little money. And that's our second just straight up banger in the transformational category. Big time. Also on his profile, he has the most homemade modern sort of like video demo of how it works. Like the uh, the filming, the editing is very Benueta. I like it. It's you an homage. Terrible editing. Uh, <laughs> let's just say it's efficient. <laughs> time efficient. <laughs> exactly. All right, Chris, Yo, let's do this. Okay, hang on. I got to describe that one. I'm going to say Chipotle Garage is how I would Ooh, describe would, the way that, that one looks when you're filtering through. So, you know, Chipotle well, could make almost any garage better. They could make yeah. better food for sure. Yeah. Chris Salome sent me a post. That's right. Open it up. So you'll be surprised what you find. I'm going to stick <laughs> in the transformational slash camouflage category. And this one comes from Woodchip Works. And I know we're not supposed to give people's names, but it's Works with an E, W-E-R-K-S. I would describe it as like a 
maybe dresser slash bar that turns into a standing desk. So I think it's always a standing desk. But for me, this one is like very high-end camouflage. Like it just looks like a high-end piece of furniture when not being used as a desk. It would be pretty inconspicuous in like any living room or family room. You wouldn't see it and immediately think like, oh, there's something up with that piece of furniture or that's obviously a desk. But then like you flip it up and you got a huge screen under there and lots of functionality built into it. So here's how to look for it. Click on Rockler Desk Challenge and then look for a really high-end walnut piece of case goods that's just a little bit higher than a typical sort of side table that has really nice book matching on the veneers on the faces. Like it's it's, it's really well done. For me, it was the the book matching of the veneers that really bumped it up a level from just real solid, like A-level nice woodworking to being like just a fantastic piece. So what I like about this from a design standpoint is if you're in like a small apartment, storage is really important. But you still might need that surface where you get home from work and you got to send two more emails. You can just post up, set your laptop up there real quick, fire up a few emails, leave your book bag on top of it because it's kind of out of the way of everything, but still use all the storage space underneath it. So fantastic project, well executed. And then the little detail of really book matching all the veneers just took it over the top. Agreed. Also included is a false face frame. Did you guys notice that? Yeah. There. Right above the lower cabinets, there's a normal desk height, sort of like false drawer that the face frame turns into another desktop. So all in all, detail on detail on detail. I love it. Very cool. Also, I went to their account, which everyone should do, and they also make really, really beautiful minimal bookends. I sent up I sent that post to you guys. Yep. All in all, really great eye. Good, Good design. Stuff. All right. Any any others in this category? I have one more in this category. Okay, so oh, we got a lot would, in this category. Let's keep going. More okay. in the fine woodworking Chris Salomone category than I would in the transformational. Now there are operations like it does open, but it opens much more like a traditional cabinet than I would say transform. So in its open condition, I feel like it's just opened like a tambour desk. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say that it necessarily transformed, but I also might be just like seeing walnut. So I automatically might just be like pushing it into that category the minute I see book matched walnut. Could be. All right. So what else what what else do we have in this category? We still in the transformational? Yeah. So I oh. mean one other one that we've Our already boy, talked about. Mortgage Chris. and miter. Yeah. Right. One of Chris the with a K. F- finest transformational projects. Yeah. It was a for his child's bed and the end of the bed turns into a desk. Right. I think this one wins the award for like most functional if you have a house full of kids that are homeschooling right now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Chris a always does a great necessity. job. It, it's, it's, an, it's a really creative, completely 100% original project. Yeah. Project. Shout out to Chris. You crushed it. For sure. All right. Shall we move into the fine woodworking category? Sure. After this one, I've got one more transforming one. This is simple, minimal, and all plywood. It is from at U-R-S-U-S workshop, Ursus. Ursus. And how would I describe this? It's the desk cube that transforms into a kid's desk. So you can imagine a cube that separates in half. 
and half of the oh, exterior yeah, a, panels create a tabletop. And then the other half of the exterior panels include a seat. Yeah. The seat totally nests away when the box is closed. And when it opens, it's the seat for the table. So I think it's really cool. Yeah, inconspicuous. Really cool. It looks good on its own. It's just a clean cube. It's very um, Donald so, Judd. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I don't know what Donald Judd, it, oh, Judd is. You've seen his stuff on, on stuff. It's like he does very minimalist. He was like an artist back in the day that did like very minimalist wood furniture, where it's just like sheets of plywood and then like a mattress. And that was a bed. Perfect. But very rational. No, love it. Super Yeah, this practical. would be great to have as like the only piece of furniture in a room, just dead center. You just walk in <laughs> and there's just a lone cube standing there. It'd be like the one thing you guys were talking about last week well, in Utah or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The monolith. The monolith oh, that Ben's yeah. trying to get. <laughs> More updates on that soon. <laughs> later on in the episode perhaps we'll see how quick we go through all these all right anything else in the transformational slash camo category that you'd like to bring our attention Mm. to i i have one that could fit but i'm going to save it for woe okay should we do woe next yeah let's do some woe okay i got one this is from at nathan nathan at black bento you know this is this is a tough one but so this project transforms, but the way it transforms oh, wow. is a real woke type of thing. That is woe. It is a classic sitting sanding desk that someone would use with an office chair in the living room, kind of get some laptop work done. But the cool part is instead of using a motor or a prefabricated mechanism, he built a pulley system. It's that, like ratcheting. That basically, yeah, you're right. Ratchets and not ratcheting in, in the bad way. No, not ratchet in a bad way at all, in the good way. But the long story short of it is the mechanism, the pulley mechanism that basically makes it raise and lower is completely visible. It's very neat, shows how it works. And man, that's just something I would I would never try because I don't know anything about engineering or like mechanical stuff. But or even magnets this, this is really. great. Or anything about anything. <laughs> I don't know Gravity. anything. He just knows so, what he I don't likes. know what I would call this one even. I also don't know that. What would you guys call this one? This Wooden is a hybrid. Steampunk professor. This is a hybrid transformational <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, it I is kind it. of. All right. Right. No, All this right. is this is excellent. I just sent you guys another one. Cool. By now, so this one, I'll just without bearing the lead, writers underscore custom underscore creations. Uh, we highlighted this one in progress. We, we highlighted this one in progress, and he did a very good job of documenting his process of going through putting it together. I think it it was definitely one of those things where he had a concept and then he, you know, didn't know exactly how it was going to come out, obviously, because it's not something that he's done several times before. But yeah, he, he shared a lot about it. He's got some IG stories up. So definitely check him out and kind of follow along through it's the build. totally tubular. Totally tubular, dude. Yeah, so this one, to describe it, is picture like a secretary desk. Is that what they're called? But the inside of it is a beach. What's that called? A, a t- not, not the a, beach wood, like an actual beach, beach yeah, yeah. scene. <laughs> like it ocean, looks like crashing waves, right? Right. It looks like it's like a rip curl wave or whatever it's called. So from the side, Surfing imagine the like the actual desktop not being flat, but being a cabinet that in profile is shaped like a teardrop. Mm-hmm. But the top of that teardrop is a lid that you lift up to reveal a epoxied ocean wave on a sandy plywood beach the waves are crashing but everything's flat and you're basically opening up this kind of diorama or this like little like picturesque scene that is now your workplace so i love this 
Right. I love this for like a writing desk. Like if you're sitting down to do something creative and you know that you're like kind of procrastinating, putting it off and you're sitting there to kind of focus on like, I have to do this thing. Having a little ceremonial process to it, I think is actually like kind of really cool where you open it up, you look into it, you get locked in, you're staring at this beach and now you have to do creative work. So yeah, it, fantastic what project. Say, a fantastic project. Yeah. And just, I guess a quick way to describe it is you open it up and you're, you have a bird's eye view of the ocean from like what would be, I don't know, 300 feet in the air or something like that. I will say, so I put out a post cause I wanted to see what other people were liking, which I think you guys did too, right? Get some feedback from the people who've kind of been following along with the hashtag. This one seemed to be the fan favorite from yeah. what I got. Really I got so many people that were like, it's gotta be this one. It's gotta be this one. And it's deserving. Yeah. I remember we asked for people to send our top fives or their top fives to us. Right. And this was in every, it was in every top five that I got. Yeah. Yeah. One of the coolest details to me is the backside of the teardrop on the exterior, because he made a completely like semicircle essentially, but it's all out of the end grain of plywood. So it's just such a cool texture. I love it. And you guys already talked about it, but how realistic is that epoxy ocean? It's insane how it's even got the white caps to it. It's got texture. It would be impossible to like clean up a spill. Like if you spill some water, you'd be like, I don't know what to clean. I don't know what is wet. (laughs) It's all wet. It won't come dry. It's all wet. Luckily, if I spilled coffee on that, it would just look like an oil spill. There you go. Oh, there you go. (laughs) Several ducks will die because of Ben's spilled coffee. Yeah. Okay. I got another one. And this one kind of falls into the same shape, though it's very different otherwise. And this one comes still in the woe category. Flat side up, papered side down. down. Right. So this one, I think we highlighted this one as well. Full underscore steam underscore designs. And I would describe it as... So this might not make sense to you guys, but anybody who has seen Despicable Me... If you've seen like the Gru's aesthetic, so he's like the bad guy. He's got this kind of like 60s sci-fi, like where everything's like flat metal that's like riveted together in these organic shapes. It's got that look to it. It's like a steampunk wing or something. It's it's new steampunk, right? It's like everything's very clean, shiny, and finished. So it doesn't have the patina of classic steampunk. Saint your grandpa steampunk. It's got the the surface articulation and rivets and little extra holes and stuff of like classic steampunk. This project is really impressive. And again, what I love about these challenges is that they're born out of mostly woodworking, but they go way beyond that. And this one has probably maybe eh, 15 to 18% wood. And the rest is just mostly metal. Right, but not like heavy sheet steel, which which is what we most commonly see with our kind of maker community. A lot of really thin sheet metal work, and I'm guessing the top is like aluminum or something. It looks like a freaking airplane wing. Yeah, and then I don't, I mean, showing my ignorance about metal, but obviously it's not that. But the bracing on the back looks like it's made out of like skinny little shocks or something. Yeah, <laughs> and it does. And all those orange pieces are even 3D printed. Oh wow! Yeah, so this is. Next mixed level media. in terms of mixed media. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's a fantastic project. Yeah. I mean, I just wanted to make me a really long section of that airplane wing, have it in shiny metal and just like hang it from the ceiling for a desk. Yeah. Just on cables. And I, love, <laughs> I love how it's the wooden base 
dyed black rather than tube seal or something like that. He's like, right. no, I'm not going to do this all metal. I'm going to literally do everything. Why not? <laughs> right. Gives it a different luster than if it were metal. So well, yeah, got to throw in the woodworking. I got another Indeed. one in the transformational category. No, we're going back. Cool. Just, All right. Send us the link. Right. Well, you already sent it to me, Mike. It's from Sunridge Studio. So it's one where it transforms three uh, yeah. vertical shelves that are stacked on top of each other vertically, eh, maybe like three and a half to four inches wide, but they're on pivot arms. So when it rotates out, all the desks go in plane and it turns into one big horizontal work surface. It's a mechanism we've seen a few times. There's some standard sort of furniture that use that mechanism, but it's hard to do, which is why we don't see it that commonly in the makerspace. But whenever they do, it's something to take notice of. So Sunridge yep. Studio, you'll see a bunch of little uh, Mandalorian characters sitting on the, the shelf. And just a clever little mechanism, all done out of wood. One aspect that I really like about it is what you're saying. It uses a familiar technique, not a common technique, but it does it a little more cleanly than I often see it because the shelves nest into the leg really nicely. So it's not just a flat panel that folds down. You know, it's, it's kind of next level. I really do like it a, a ton. All right. But here's one in the fine woodworking category, Mike, that you sent to me. And this is a great name, like Instagram names that are easy to say and remember. Shag Bark Studio. Facts. <laughs> that, that's easy to remember. Yep. Uh, Three things. <laughs> Shag Bark. I don't know what that means. Shag Bark yeah. Studio. I know what this they mean is separately. in like the fine woodworking category. It's like there's tons of angles. It's all solid hardwood. It's beautiful. It's well made. It's well designed. It's. It's a fantastic piece. There's a lot of angular things with a straight back. So it's like one of those desks that always reminds me of like a small piano where mm -hmm. there's like angles in the front, but like it's meant to go up against the wall. One of the things I always wonder with desks like these, like how would they change the back end design if this was floating in space? Like a desk that you had, you know, like a executive desk where people are walking up to the backside to interface with that person. So love this project yeah it's just it's just looks really expensive expensive yeah, expensive. that front angle on the drawers is really really cool because it flows from the leg all the way to the top yeah all right, shag so, bark studio get some all right get some next one comes in from somebody with a slightly less memorable name but still fairly memorable memorable i sent you guys a link visual yep. underscore disruptor this Ooh. one for me was like one of those things that's like high end and striking and it ticks all those boxes, but it's also for, I've never seen this kind of geometry before. Like, no, it's out there. Like the way that it's, the whole thing is basically tilted, has like, I don't know, a 10 degree angle leaning, looks like it's leaning forward, like almost like mm -hmm. as if it's going to topple forwards. I don't think he has it anchored to the wall or anything. And, you know, I, I doubt it actually would topple forward, but it definitely has that like, you know, evokes movement, even though it's standing still. The way he matched that angle on all the drawers within the desk, on the cabinet that's underneath it. This was a very impressive piece to me. And again, extra yeah. impressive, not only because it looks good, but it's also like something that I've not seen before. A lot of people did things that look great, but they're kind of like, oh, it's reminiscent of that. This was not reminiscent of anything to me. I agree with you a thousand percent. 
to me, it screams space age. It's like if we went to space, but never stopped loving woodworking, <laughs> you know, in the future, Forget it's like some plastic. alternate future. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. The lines on it are awesome. I got another one in that category, right? Okay. Like right. Kind of like nice woodworking, but crazy geometry that almost makes you put it into the wow category. But the woodworking is just so good, you got to put it in the classic section. And that's mm-hmm. by Vine and Branches, all spelled out, 2020. And what a year. They made a sort of what I would call a tube desk with a drawer on one side of it. But rather than making the tube just a rectilinear, you know, rectangular tube, they put like two angles asymmetrically on the vertical axis. And yeah, it's just really... It's cool. The, the you know one what it th- reminds me of? <laughs> so the, the, the drawer front, it has that look where if you've ever tried modeling something in 3D and like you mess up your geometry somewhere uh, and it triangulation. puts a, Yeah, where it like puts a facet in what you wanted to be a face. That's, That's what it called looks the like. Jory Brigham style. He does do that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it, I think it looks a little bit like a Jory Brigham-esque design. It's super well done. Love it. I almost would like to see it longer. Like, I think the geometry needs a little bit more room to breathe, but it's really impressive what they were able to do in this compact space. And then they could have kept it real simple, but they took it that one step farther and actually created a three-dimensional surface to the drawer front in it. Yeah, it's, it's a really nice project. Thank you, Storyblocks, for sponsoring this episode. If you're unfamiliar with them, Storyblocks is the complete stock solution, providing an unlimited library of high-quality, royalty-free video, audio, and images through cost-effective subscription plans. So if you're a creator and you ever find yourself stuck because you're looking for that perfect sound effect or b-roll clip or a template to adapt into a graphic, or maybe your agency's always in need of stock photos or illustrations, Storyblocks is perfect for you. So for example, you're probably used to seeing these kinds of assets on my and a lot of other content creators' videos that you see. I've been utilizing them for the four plus years that I've been making YouTube videos, but actually for me, it goes back even further. In my previous career, I worked in marketing and graphic design, and the crew consisted of me and sometimes one other person. So budgets and, let's say, capabilities were sometimes on the lower end. And this was how I could get professional assets, be it graphics or background music or a clip, to make my finished results look and sound more professional and custom, without the need for dedicated videographers or composers, since that was never going to happen. Now, there's a few things that help to make Storyblocks different, but my favorites are, one, you can use the content you download anywhere, including YouTube, and it's royalty-free for commercial and personal use. And two, they're always adding new content and updating things to make it the best possible experience for users. So head over to storyblocks.com slash modernmaker to learn more. Again, that's storyblocks.com slash modernmaker, or click the link in the description. All right, thanks, Storyblocks. Now let's get back to the show. Today's episode of the Modern Maker podcast is sponsored by ConvertKit. 
ConvertKit is the all-in-one platform to help you easily market and sell your digital products online. ConvertKit's free plan helps creators like you turn your passions into a full-time career by growing your fan base, promoting your work, and building a meaningful relationship with your audience. You can share your work with your fans by building a custom landing page in minutes, which can showcase your work and your upcoming projects. It's what people can find you through Google on. ConvertKit's email designer helps you create beautiful, simple emails that help turn your casual audience into true fans. Writing personalized and professional emails about your work and process helps connect you to your audience. Basically, ConvertKit helps creators earn a living by doing what they love, with tools to help promote your work, sell products, and announce new projects to your fans. So make sure and go to convertkit.com modernmaker to sign up for a free account and find your audience faster. Seriously, guys, if you sell a digital product online, whether you're a photographer, a writer, maybe you want to sell some woodworking plans, hint, hint, ConvertKit allows you to do this all in one place the best way. So one more time, that's ConvertKit.com slash ModernMaker to learn more. And we're back mm. with the Hashtag Rockler Challenge. Nope, Continue Hashtag Rockler Desk Challenge. Yeah, there you go. Let's do this right, Don't fellas. Don't forget that part. All right, I sent this one to you. It is from at Destined Goods. It's similar to the French cleat garage desk that we talked about in that it creates a desk environment. It creates a whole station. It's not just one piece of furniture. And what's so neat about this one, I think, is it uses material. What would you say? Like really well, there's a bunch of empty space between all of the lumber. So it incorporates a desk and a cool wall panel organization system. Super clean, minimal, and all in all, I have not seen anything like this. You know, you see pegboards, you see this and that. Nope, nothing common here. I love it. Also, so like the the vertical pieces that everything's built off of are like, I don't know, two by sixes or something. It it feels like it elevates them a lot because of the negative space. Like if you see a bunch of those boards close together, it just, I don't know, makes things look like heavy and clunky, but this makes it just feel more upscale. Yeah, it just looks so cost and material efficient. Yeah, Indeed. super impressive. All right, so this one still in in this is still in the nice desks category. Holy dovetails! Yeah, so this one <laughs> you guys know I'm not a dovetail guy. I've never cut a dovetail in my life. Don't Mike. Have you ever done a dovetail? Absolutely not. Me neither. Don't go crazy. We're dovetail virgins. I know, man. And I'll no, tell wait, you what. I have done one. I did one when I was like twelve. These are cool looking dovetails. You lost your dovetail virginity at 12, Ben? I'm precocious. (laughs) Is that summer camp? These are dainty dovetails on this project. They get skinny there at the... uh, They do. Okay, we mentioned this one as one of the updates. Backgammon game of dovetail. (laughs) Just the coloring of it. This one's just like from a woodworking perspective is just so impressive. Like, I could never do this. Yeah, why does he listen to us? Woodworking. (laughs) Yeah, stop listening to us, Christian. Yeah, Christian Sapp, you're you're better than this. Oh yeah, did I even, did we even say what it was? Sorry about that. Christian underscore Sapp underscore woodworking in Chico, California. Sunny Chico, California. Great weed there. (laughs) I'll take Ben's word for it. Yeah, just (laughs) super impressive. I don't even know what else you can say. It's got actually kind of timely. They kind of look like Christmas trees a little bit. The dovetails that are on the, um, that join the side to the desktop. It's high end, man. Yeah. That is some high end woodworking. I'll tell you what. (laughs) 
Holy Dovetail would be the episode title if it wasn't like hashtag Rockler Desk Challenge winners or yeah. something like that. Yeah. So <laughs> I got one. All right. Who's next? Ben, what do you got? PC Makes. Mm. He A fan oh, favorite. Oh, yeah. Yep. 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 Excellent maker. Very versatile. I mean, he could have been doing like the uh, from a quick glance, like the the Rockler Bentwood challenge. I mean, it's, it's not actually bent. looks like the cut, but I just love this. It just flows. I love the proportions. It's a simple but not easy project that's just well executed and everything about it is so well proportioned. So he doesn't need to have a stretcher for it because the frame itself is just thick enough. But to have the these very rectilinear radiuses go from one direction to another, you look at it, you're like, oh, I understand this. And then you think about it, you're like, wait, 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 what? Like, it's it's so clean where the craftsmanship is everything. And then it's just exaggerated enough in terms of the proportion of the radiuses that you really notice it. So it's almost like a Mobius infinity loop. That's also a desk or table. I think it's super clean. I love the way that the legs are integrated flush with the tabletop. They don't sit underneath. I know you mentioned that. I know. That's, it's to me, level. that is really the cleanest detail. And also, I noticed I was looking through pictures on his profile. This is inspired from a desk off of the set on Westworld. Right. So it's almost a replica. I dig it a ton. He said he had like one scene where he could see it and he had to base everything off of it. Yeah. And it's spot on. It's It's... It's sick. It's just really, really good. Congratulations. PC underscore makes Austin, Texas. Check them out. Okay. So my next one, I just sent it to you guys. This kind of falls. Uh, so the reason that I chose this one next is because it was branching off of what you were just saying. So this one comes from uh, Growling Domestics. Off, like a wood branch. You might say. Uh, so this, I feel like to me is probably the one that I could like see myself sitting at the most, even though it's there's not a lot there functionally. It's essentially just a tabletop. I just think it's so cool looking. So it's basically a waterfall table that he did this like bright pop of metal to connect the two. So he split them at an angle. So it's kind of like floating. And then on the opposite end, it looks like he just has like, you know, a sheet of acrylic or something to... So it's basically like an invisible leg on the other end. And it's just like one of those things that's so simple, but so striking. Like there's no way this thing's not a focal point in a room. Yeah, we need to see more photos of this project. Yeah, that's because the one. That's the one th- it's just like an Instagram TV <laughs> post, which has got a lot of beautiful shots in there. But like, maybe just take some screenshots and throw those up as a post. Yeah, I love it. Super cool detail. You said it all, Chris. It's just one of those... It smacks you right in the face when you see it. It's got more than one detail, so it's stacked really clean. Also, the uh, pop of color, you, you guys know that's like a near and dear color to my heart. It is, yeah. It's almost that four eyes orange red. <laughs> yeah, that salmon, Salamone salmon. Breaking awesome. news alert. Uh-oh. I've thought of a fourth category. Oh, no. <laughs> so check out Max Poin, P-O-I-N. Yes. So this is something I've seen. I had him a, in my woe category, by the way. Yeah. Well, I guess that's a good way to do it. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's some people that really need desks right now, right? And there's a few people in this sort of challenge or to tag this in this challenge that were making desks and just giving them away to people. And mm-hmm. they weren't Took trying to, to make extreme. the coolest desk or the most innovative transformational thing or the best display of woodworking. They were just trying to get a lot of desks to people that suddenly had to 
learned from home or work from home and needed a thing. So shout out to all the makers out there that like, I I know there's a ton of you that didn't even post about it, but like that hooked up a friend or hooked up a neighbor with something during a pretty uh, difficult time. I want to give a shout out to our guys at Semi-Exact, Matt and his team. They've been staying extra at the at the factory and every night they crank out like another five to ten desks and then they just put an ad on a Craigslist saying, hey, and they do them for like different kids sizes and they just put out free desks, come pick them up. They set them out on the curb and people come and get them. And I think they've given away a couple hundred already. So I saw that theme through a lot of the posts. So we can't probably, you know, call every single one to do it. But like you people are absolutely awesome. And it's why like people that work with their hands, like everyone thinks favorably of people that work with their hands. And at the same time, we don't always tell our kids to like, hey, get really good at working with your hands. And the disconnect we see is that sacrifice. We don't actually want the people that we really love and care about to be sacrificing all the time because we worry that they're going to get taken advantage of. But at the same time, it's so selfless when people take their time, connect it with their hobby that they really enjoy and make things that help other people. So shout out to all you guys. There's a ton of you that did that. You all are amazing. We love you guys. I concur. Yeah. So Max Point, he's like, it's a really epic photo too. It's like such yes. a, it was such a good was it way like 74 to 74 desks or something yeah, like that. He's just like standing on two of them and they're all stacked up behind him. It's just like, that is a good flex. That's the yeah. best kind of flex. Yeah. Mike, you got one or you want me to go next? Hit it, Chris. Okay. Here, let me, let me send it to you guys. Boom. All right. This next one, another just in the nice category, very high end. This one, again, was one that a lot of people sent to me and it comes from Jordan Peters design. And I also like that he was so honest. He says, I finished this desk just weeks before they announced the challenge, but I figured what the hell I'll still submit it. So he did brass hardware and then he used resin that was the same color as the brass. Yeah. It's like that brass where you put like the brass powder in it. And how the hell did he do that kind of detail where it's like the brass piece intersecting with the wood piece? I don't know. Right. So there's there's a lot of right side up. Yeah. On the back of the desk as a stretcher or as a support, there's an upside down V made out of probably three quarter inch square tube brass. But then there's a right side up V or Mm. sorry, either way, one's upside down and the other one's right side up. And it's made out of the same dimension stock. It's like a Wario Mario kind of intersection logo. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, they intersect super clean detail. I've never seen that before. That's a first. It's like if uh, Ben will know the name. What's the what's the guy who would make the drawings where it's like a never ending staircase case Escher. that goes up? Escher, MC Asher. The original MC. Take that hammer. Frankly, the best <laughs> MC ever. A true OG. I'm a young MC, man. <laughs> and then there's more brass and walnut intersecting on over by the legs on the left side of the desk. Yeah, there's and a lot going on there. There's brass handles. There's brass epoxy. There's Very brass cool. And wood this is everywhere. this is this is the what do you say the mountaintop of brass and walnut. Yeah, it, we've hit peak brass and walnut. I got a great one. Let's hear this it. This is more like the practical kind of like DIY category. We talked okay. about before. J make suck. <laughs> S U K. Like <laughs> Dude, it's J makes UK. Nope. Nope. J makes suck. <laughs> J makes suck. But this does not suck. It's great. Like it's so simple. It's so clean. It looks like it's straight out of the Muji category. 
like for people that love minimalism, like this is the DIY desk for you. It's just great. Jay makes suck. <laughs> yeah, I, agree. I, it's I really... remember him from past entries and he, he always has that kind of like simple, why didn't I think of that aesthetic? Yep. And I got to say big upgrade on sort of like photos and production value between projects. So, so clean. we, we see the improvements also the, the sort of detail that I really like. There's two that are cool. The first one is the integrated sort of magazine holder. You know, you could just swipe whatever you want off of the desktop into these sort of openings. Really cool. But the thing I like more or yeah, the thing I like more is he has dowel legs and then those intersect with the apron and the top. It's all visual. It's all visual, but done DIY. It's glued and screwed. It's not fine furniture, but it's the perfect intermediate to advanced DIY version. Very cool. All right. I got one more that's from the kind of, I'll, I'll put it in the nice category and it comes from Molly Wally Woodwork. Just sent it to you. Yes. This one, I don't know. He's got an interesting aesthetic. Like it's not something that I've never seen before, but it's this weird sort of like backed off modern would mm-hmm. be like a way that I would describe it. You know it, what I would like, call this? I would call it like gnome modern, right? Like yeah, the, the, the lines like, are all modern, but the the radiuses on the pieces are overly rounded, which makes it look more organic. And then he frames out just a butthole of a knothole, like right <laughs> yeah. in the center, which makes <laughs> it look like really like whimsical and like hobbit hole esque. Yeah, it's funny that you said that because I I couldn't put a phrase on it but it always it for some reason looking at it gives me this like children's book illustration vibe to it it's like frodo baggins modern <laughs> it's Bilbo it's great modern. no I, I i you know i i i love that too because what what he's doing on is he's taking the geometry and he's tweaking the details he's tweaking the way he lays out the wood grain he's tweaking the radiuses on his roundovers and making it so you feel like you kind of know it, but then it like it shifts on you just a little bit. It's kind of like when they put like something spicy in chocolate, and you're like, "Wait, yeah, is this salsa or is this I know chocolate?" These flavors, and like, why but is not it together? Good? Right. Yeah, it's definitely it, it's cool looking. Like it, it's familiar but new. That eye is just staring you down, though. <laughs> I like that you've upgraded <laughs> it to an eye now. Well, brown eye. You're working your way north. All right, next, I've got one that goes into the woe category, but has some really good woodworking. Yeah, some really nice woodworking still. I sent the post to you guys. It is J underscore C underscore GUR. Holy crap. This is nuts. This one, it it yells at you when you see it. There is so much visible plywood layers. It's a really neat challenge. We've seen a lot of these secretary desk shapes, and I think this one has, this one's got the most junk in its trunk. All right. (laughs) Tell me. So this is how I would describe it, because there's a lot of underscores in the name. And for whatever reasons, the minute there's an underscore in somebody's like Instagram name, I can never remember it. So if you click on hashtag Rockler Desk Challenge, look for a desk that has a profile like a World War II amphibious vehicle. Yeah. Right? Right? right. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. But made out of plywood with like a meticulous and like labor intensive use of end grain. Yeah, I was going to say made out of plywood, but not the not the edge you're no, expecting. The hard, the hard way. But it's like I, I couldn't figure it out at first because that like little like those leather loops kind of gave it away. That's like a rigid curved plywood yeah. end grain like lift up door. 
Right. It's like he was making like part of a barrel. He just took like a segment of a barrel that he was making or something <laughs> and, and turned it twist. into drawer fronts. Here's the twist. There's also solid live edge in this crazy end grain. Yeah, like on the front of it. This is like kind of like you went to a sushi place that also had like some fondue kickers at uh. the end. And it's like all just working. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, yeah this it, one. This project's wild. That is wild. Well done, sir. All right. Or madam. Do we have any more to nominate before we discuss? I think we're ready to convene. Now, I will give the disclaimer. We had, I don't know, a couple thousand entries to this. Like, it's amazing. I don't know how many entries, but I know over 1,500 tags. And, you know, I wish we could say we had this meticulous and, you know, Lloyd's of London type level of accounting and thoughtful data-driven process. We do our best. We look at everything, we we talk about it, we deliberate, and we try to pick like a, a, a broad variety of different types of winners. We're, I wish we could say, you know, this isn't necessarily the ones that are the hardest to build or the best design in the traditional sense of that. We just sort of pick what we think sort of exemplify the spirit of what we're trying to achieve as community. Mm-hmm. I think one of the things I like about doing the podcast with you guys is that we don't really compare each other's strong points and weak points. Like we just kind of know what they are. Like we're not competing. We're just all enjoying making stuff in the same space and comparing notes relative to our own particular struggles. So this isn't a declaration of what is absolutely best. It's just what in our flawed way we choose to celebrate today. That's right. This holiday season, the Best deal in wireless can only be found at Mint Mobile. Right now, when you switch to Mint Mobile and buy any three-month plan, you'll get another three months for free. As the first company to sell premium wireless service online only, Mint Mobile lets you safely order from home and maximize your savings with plans starting at just, get this, $15 a month. I've been using Mint Mobile for, well, long before this holiday deal, and I have to say it's the perfect time to switch. I use it. Mike, our boy from Modern Builds, uses it. It's fantastic. And I, I think I'm saving about like 80, 70 to $80 a month versus what I was previously paying. So for a limited time, buy any three-month plan and get three more months for free. By going online only, you're eliminating the traditional cost of retail. It's sort of a direct-to-consumer play. We're big fans of those kind of business models because the savings just get passed right on to you. So all the plans come with unlimited talk and text plus high-speed data delivered by the nation's largest 5G network. Use your own phone. This was really important. I, I like my iPhone. I'm really used to it. I got all my settings dialed in. So you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with all your existing contacts. And if you're not 100% satisfied, Mint Mobile has you covered with their seven-day money-back guarantee. So switch to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month. Once more time, for a limited time, buy any three-month Mint Mobile plan and get three more months for free by going to mintmobile.com dot com slash modern that's mintmobile.com slash modern cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash modern 
right, we're back. So we've deliberated. We have our answers. But real quick, let's just thank Rockler one last time for not only helping us put this one together, but all of them that we've done in the past and hopefully more that we'll get to do in the future. These are always a ton of fun. It's awesome that everybody can participate. And, you know, Rockler gives away some awesome prizes. Again, this year, third prize is getting a $125 Rockler gift card. Second place is a $250 Rockler gift card. And first place is a $500 gift card. Look, in a world of Home Depots and Amazons, Let's be thankful that a Rockler still exists. Yep. They know woodworking better than the big box or the big e-commerce companies. And it's not a given that a company like Rockler will survive. Like they have so much competition from people with so much more money. They are not a big company. Nobody there is like super rich making just, you know, Scrooge McDuck levels of gold coins. So... Shout out to Rockler, supporting the community, show them appreciation. They're a great resource. They support us. They support a lot of people in our space. So good job, Rockler. Yeah. And it's nice to know that, I mean, if you're lucky enough to have one that's local to you that you can go to, you can go there and talk to somebody who's like actually into what you're into and and will give you good advice and good recommendations. And they're not just, you know, working in the paint department or whatever. Yeah. All right. Should we count down? So we're going to start yeah, with we'll count the third up. place winner and work our way up. And I will introduce the third place winner in the Rockler Desk Challenge, Muldoon Co. Now, we talked about this project already. To me, this is the epitome of what being a skilled maker allows you to do in your own home. Yeah. It allows you to customize your environment. To make something that's flexible and fits the way you actually live, which means that you could be doing woodworking projects on this desk one day and feeding your family around it the next. I've used a dinner table for projects and I've used them for sharing meals with friends and family. So that really spoke to me. It's material efficient. It's affordable. And if you have a little bit of skill and a lot of creativity, you can make amazing things like this. Period. Boom. There you go. Good luck buying it too if you need it. That's a, <laughs> another testament to being able to build yeah, something. That's what's so cool. You can make somebody that people that are ra- way richer than you can't have. couldn't have. That's, well, they can that's have excellent. it, I guess, but not, not, this, not for as cheap. Oh, so that's like our winner from the transform yeah. category. That's great. So now we get to move on to sure, the, four eyes, uh, the, the Four Eyes Award. Okay. Well, that's perfect because that's second my place. pick. So coming in second place is Visual Disruptor. Again, it's that desk that looks like it's leaning forward. I mean, I kind of said it all already when we talked about it the first time. It's just one of those things where like, it's clearly modern, not mid-century modern, but like, you know, contemporary modern. And it's just got a look that I have not seen before. And for that reason, it's what catches my interest. If I was looking at all of these on a board of 100, I would go like, whoa, that's where my focus would zero in on. So I want to go with like what gives me that guttural reaction. And for me, this is the desk that does that. It hits you hard when you see it. That shape is completely new to me. It's one of those things that it looks like it's top heavy. Like it would, like it would fall right. on you, but I guess it it's bottom like weighted it, enough. Yeah, it I, don't, I don't know how it works. I guess, I guess if you got to interact with it, it would make more sense, but Keep the that shape the is really just so cool, but it's heavy duty. But the way that the 
it's like an exoskeleton. The frame that's mm-hmm. running around the exterior is still relatively thin stock. So it, it really looks yeah, balanced so nice. nicely. I love it. And great walnut. That material looks great. Great walnut. All right. I'm going to bring Number in. One. Oh, so we should say congratulations, right? Yes. Congratulations to everybody. If you participated, <laughs> you've won. All right. And so for our final category, our woe category, we're going to be giving our first prize. And this goes to Max Poindexter, otherwise at Max, P-O-I-N. And he is the person that we've already spoken about. He made a bunch of desks to give away. I think he said 74 total completed desks. Just in the photo that he posted, he's standing around a stack of 24. And what's really funny, and we are absolutely not taking any any credit for this. Everything that Max did, he gets all the credit for, but... I remember when we were introing this idea and we kept saying, this isn't a competition. We're trying to help. We're trying to build a resource for people interested in desks. Well, this took helping to the next level. The fact that he did this at such a large scale, I can only imagine how long he spent making all of these and just big shout outs. If there's anywhere that that gift card for first prize could have gone, it couldn't go to anyone better. And this is just taking the whole spirit of the challenge to to level 10 level right. 12 i love it and of those yeah. those 79 people who are going to get those desks at least like three of them are going to be like wow somebody made this and gave it to me and are going to go on to be a next generation of youtube content creator hopefully that's what <laughs> we'll it's see. all leaning on that's TikTok. what it all hinges I'm on mo- i'm putting money on it <laughs> who's, who's got the action so i wish we could give awards and prizes to to everyone that entered there's so many great projects in no ways is our opinions a definitive guide of what's good or what's most important it's three flawed people with biased perspectives trying their best to make a decision that benefits the community so shout out to the winners shout out to everyone that participated you all are awesome yep. yeah you know what i'll say so going into this challenge I was a little more skeptical of this one than I had been in the past where I was worried that like things would be too straightforward or too ho-hum, but I'm happy to say that that was not the case at all. Like we definitely got some stuff that I did not expect to see, you know, something like what Max Point did is on a level of nothing that we've seen before because, you know, and a lot of that has to do with just like, you know, the environment and the situation that we're in right now where it made sense to do something like this. Maybe doesn't make as much sense to give 79 kids two two by fours or whatever the first challenge was. But um, (laughs) yeah, I don't know. It just for having some skepticism or or worry that like this was not open ended enough of a challenge. I think that we definitely saw a lot of variety and we definitely saw a lot of creativity and we definitely saw a lot of great woodworking and kind of a good mix of everything. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a really, it's something I struggle with all the time, right? Because we love to make stuff and we love to design things and we love to try to express our individuality. And in good times, like that's awesome. You know, it's like, but when times get really tough as they are for a lot of people now, it's the individuality of your own expressive creativity sometimes is a little bit less important than just hooking people up with just the basics, right? Like in times of famine and, you know, poverty, you know, the fanciest caviar and truffle oil isn't 
<laughs> what food is about. You it's about feeding the most amount of oh, people. Never mind. So, yeah. <laughs> it's about mass producing <laughs> terrible sugary food to put the most calories into most bellies. <laughs> so, you know, probably a little bit different than what we normally do, but what the hell? It's a weird year. Yo, we got to end this on a high note. I'm going to throw in some some background sounds, you know, probably like a da-na-na-na or something. <laughs> we're going to yeah. do the official announcement, right? We're going to do the official announcement. So, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, I would like to announce our official 2021 hashtag Rockler Desk Challenge winner, Max Poindexter. <laughs> clap, guys, clap. <laughs> Give us some claps. I'll throw in a whole crowd. Yeah, get, get, get a, like, just like quadruple us or whatever. Yeah, and seriously, 2020, guys. As Ben said. Thank you again. Yes. And I think the way it's looking, considering the fact that the world was as crazy as the world has ever been, we got projects that were not simple little weekend projects. We got some really clever weekend projects, but we got people that really sank time, really hard work time, uh, and effort into all of this. So mm-hmm. we have more steam. Let's do 2020. Wait, is it 2021 next year? Yeah. Yes. I call this Mike the 2021. Dang yeah, it. We, don't worry. We already corrected you twice. Man, respect to Bruce Buffer. Shout out Bruce Buffer. Mike wants a recount on the year. Right. But let us know, guys. We're going to do <laughs> another big challenge for 2021. You let us know what you think it is. The fact that people built things to the scale that people did for this challenge is, is even more of a green light. So let us know. Crazy, big, small. We'll figure it out. Word. Awesome. Awesome. Well, right. thanks to everybody who entered the hashtag Rockler Desk Challenge. Huge thanks again to Rockler for being an early supporter to the maker community and continuing to support ever since. If you have any topic suggestions or questions you think that we should talk about or answer, you can always find us on Instagram. Chris is at Four Eyes Furniture. Ben is at Benjamin Ueda, U-Y-E-D-A. And I am actually, wait, I can't do that. Ben is the guy with the arm tattoo you'll find mm. if you search hashtag Rockler Desk Challenge. Uh, <laughs> he made he made the the big desk that rolls around. Chris, yeah. I almost lost an eye. Chris yeah. is the guy who's been really into wearing beanies lately, and you're gonna find him with all kinds of stages of beards. And he does he can't glasses. keep one consistently, <laughs> but he commits glasses. when he does. <laughs> Uh, and I am at Modern Builds. You'll find me because I'm always smiling. Keep it real, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening, and thanks for contributing. Bye, everybody. Later. Boom. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. Likewise.